0: Welcome to our podcast, The Ups and Downs of a Small Business Owner, where we hope to show you exactly what it's like to grow a business. So we're here today, a year on, so part two of these, with um, David Addison, talking about the last 12 months.
1: That sounds strange when you say my full name. I feel (laughs) like I'm in trouble.
0: Should have added in your middle names as well. Yeah. Is that really serious?
1: I didn't do it. It
0: no. wasn't me. No, I mean it always is, but sure. So how has it been the last twelve months for you?
1: Uh, strange. I think I think it's been tough, but not in the same way. Like obviously it's so having a it later at home. Mm. Um she so how really, old
0: was... At the, when did we start doing these? Middle September, of September?
1: Yeah.
0: So what, she was four months, three yeah. and a half. Yeah. No, four months, over four months.
1: And I'd say between between then and sort of Christmas was probably the toughest time for me. Yeah. I think it was doing work whilst looking after her, whilst having no sleep. And, yeah, and yeah,
0: yeah. That initial rush of being a new parent kind of fades doesn't it by then
1: yeah and understanding that actually you just need to function Mm. like just function as an adult whilst being up three times a night or whatever it is yeah an hour a time because she wants milk or she wants
0: she doesn't want to sleep
1: yeah well yeah (laughs) literally anything but sleep
0: yeah
1: so yeah i think that was kind of Strange. I think
0: people tell you about it, don't they? The sleep deprivation, but until you're actually in it, you you don't know. Yeah. Like. You don't cope well with no sleep anyway, do you? So.
1: No, no. I've always been one to go to bed early, and mm. to be fair, I normally wake up ish. but not that early. Not that early, <laughs> no. So yeah, I think it took it took till about sort of Christmas, so four months to about seven eight months. Mm. And then she started to sleep almost through the night, which was incredible. Mm. It changed everything. And then equally, I remember sitting there with Rachel saying, I can't believe we used to do it and still function. Yeah.
0: But then when you do get those awful nights again, like with teething or something, then you're right back in it, aren't you? Like, oh, my and, God, I can't, and, I can't do anything.
1: And the worst thing is, is when you get over, like, that first tooth coming through, it's like, <clears> oh, <throat> oh, brilliant, we're through that now. Yeah. There's, there's only... 40 more teeth to come through
0: 40, that's a lot of teeth
1: but, but we're through that first one so it's easier after that and then you hit the second one and and so on it's yeah, just a, yeah, yeah. it's almost kind of never ending you, you get through but I think it gets easier because you get used to it yeah so not necessarily it gets easier it's more that you adapt to it more and you're kind of because I've never had, a prob- never had a time where I couldn't sleep and it wasn't self-inflicted. Yeah, you know, if I wanted to sleep during the day, if I wanted to sleep in the evening, yeah, you I could. could catch up yeah, at yeah, any yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, when you've got a baby, you you can't like no. that. Baby wakes up. You, you don't choose when you sleep. You don't yeah. choose anything anymore. I think I've probably said
0: to you before, but I remember religiously. I, th- I think a midwife must have asked me to initially, but definitely recall my kept a sleep diary. And I remember really clearly at about three months just looking at this because I was writing down all the sleep that I'd lost and and it was a really low point where I just said, I'm never going to get this back, (laughs) this is gone. (laughs) I was looking to try and catch it up somewhere. No, it's not coming back.
1: No, I can't remember what it is. They they say, like, newborn parents in that first year lose something like 50% of their sleep or something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Yet they still function mm. well I mean,
0: so so how did that affect you then at work?
1: to be fair, I think I was coping quite well with work. I don't think it really affected too, it was It was just harder. It mm. was almost like concentration wasn't wasn't always there and focused, but I'm, I'm not very good at focusing at the best of times, so mm. it just meant that some days I'd start to flag in the afternoon a bit more mm. um. But I don't think it, it didn't really affect too much. It was just more kind of me wanting to to do as much, I guess. Whereas previously, I'd happily log on an evening, log on at mm. night, kind of focus a lot more, whereas, or I'd want to drive the business a lot more. Mm. And I guess I probably didn't, mm. didn't want to push too much because it was just, I ha- was just happy to, to get by. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think that actually probably coincided quite nicely with you as well.
0: Well, yeah, well, I mean, whether that's... Yeah, I, it did, yeah.
1: Because actually you were happy to coast at that time. Oh, from definitely. From a business point of view. Yeah, yeah. we both had quite drastic changes personally. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Which means it's going to be scary this year. Now that we've both come out of that, <laughs> where are we going to end up?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So what's been the thing that you've been the most proud of?
1: In the last 12 months. Mm. Uh, the team.
0: Okay, that's
1: not what I thought you'd say. What do you think I'd say?
0: I thought you'd say the podcast.
1: I mean, I, I am proud of the podcast. I, I do love the podcast, but no, I think the team. The yeah. fact that I've been off, you know, I've been on holiday, I've been away, I've had time out, You've you've done the same, mm. and actually the team has always stepped up and has always Performed. Mm. Um,
0: it's a weird thing, actually, isn't it? Because I think it, it's almost like a, I don't know what the word is, it's a different mentality, isn't it? It seems to have been they, they outperformed themselves when, when needed. It's almost yeah. like, brilliant, that person's off, we're going to really rally now to make sure that, you know, it, and it wasn't the same, it was better when that person yeah. was off.
1: Yeah, and, and as a team, everyone's pulled together and everybody's just got all the work done. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say actually that's what I'm most proud of the team. Like. Th-
0: and I feel like there's been a real shift change. So we've never had time away since we started the business where we haven't been logging on every day. Yeah. Still dealing with the emails, mm-hmm. still having the odd meeting if we had to have it. You know, that was still... We were on holiday, but really we were just working in a different location. Yeah. But this time, I think, you know, not maybe for the the whole length of our holidays, but certainly there's been chunks of time where actually I felt okay about not logging on and thought someone else is going to pick that up.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've checked the odd email, I think, but barely had to do anything. Or if I have checked an email, I've just forwarded it to someone in the team Mm. rather than actually... I'll just log in and do it quickly whilst I'm here Mm. it's just a forward somebody will deal with it I know it'll get done I know it'll get done to a high standard and so yeah I think I think that's probably my proudest thing at the moment until until they change it (laughs)
0: who changes it
1: well I don't know one of them one of them will upset me at some point I'm sure
0: we will upset them that's more likely isn't it and then they'll leave highly
1: likely mm.
0: okay so what's going to be your focus then for the next 12 months what are you what are you hoping to really move forward in
1: I think my push is to to get in the new business and to try and find ways of doing it or to have have some sort of plan or or almost a I think we, we had a meeting recently that highlighted that we have absolutely no sales process at all. or no. Or no documented sales process. It's basically quite ad hoc between me and you. We no. kind of do a little bit, we we follow up a little bit, and we do that.
0: I think and, in some ways that's been quite purposeful because we're not salespeople. And we've always sort of moved away from that, haven't we?
1: Yeah. So not, not necessarily sales in, in its... You know, traditional salesman way, but but almost a have a conversation, add to a to a mail list, or, or have never come. Just following up a lot more and being a bit more proactive with potential leads, or anyone that I get kind of talking to is, and, and then just follow up with a bit more rather than almost ignoring it until they come to me.
0: And is that because you think new business is a problem?
1: It's not that it's a problem. I think we, we, we've been quite fortunate the last kind of six to nine months. We've got a lot of new business. I just think it's, it needs to be kind of ramped up. To, I think we're at a stage where we're we're kind of getting on top of the work at the moment and, and we can bring in new business.
0: It's interesting. I wonder if... with. We're doing it, and I know we will put in some sort of process, but are we doing it because that's what everyone around us is telling us we should be doing, or is it because actually, we think we need a process because I don't think we've ever... We we tried to do it once before, didn't we? We, we got, like, a, a sales guy in um, and tried to put in the processes and it didn't work. It didn't feel comfortable with what we were doing. So I just wonder whether we're trying to do something because that's what everyone else does and we feel that to be a proper business, we need to have these processes in place.
1: I, I mean, there is obviously going to be an element of that, but... I think I'm going to use use a term that somebody once told me be better (laughs) be better so actually even if that is just adding people to our CRM that I've met and then just as I know them a bit better or I've got a bit more information not necessarily a send them a quote straight away or anything like that but I think just just have a CRM have a I met them here, we had this conversation, we did this and then the next time I talk to them I can actually bring up some of the past and, and mm. it makes a better conversation, it builds better relationships. Yeah, it, I,
0: I would say probably for us it's it, it's not... Sales doesn't sit well with us, that isn't what we're about but I I think I'd prefer to go down like an education and an awareness route. So if people know what we can do and that we're there to do it mm. then it's up to them to come at the right times or it might just chime with the right people at the right time if you're talking to them or someone they know but it's a it's an uncomfortable sell yeah to go in and go you know we're a, we're a great accountant we can do loads of strategic and and process improvements for you move to us right now like it, it's not
1: but- yeah, we're, we're not very good at kind of doing that or, or saying this is what we're great at compared to everyone else. We don't like to compare. No. And we don't like to put anyone else down. So it's almost no. just a, this is what we do. This is how we do it. If you want a conversation in future, let us know. But no, I think, or, or even again, it, even if it's pushing inbound leads, but it, I, I think I just want to kind of get more leads. Not and not in the traditional term leads and follow up with a phone call and hard to mm. I think more of a build relationships with people, give them a bit of advice, give them a bit of bit of an experience of what, what it's like working with us, and then one day they they'll decide they wanna switch. Mm. I'm sure they will. And and at that point we do that. Mm not quite talking at expos yet I'm not not on your levels yet but hopefully one day I will be
0: (laughs) There'll be some gold in there when you do David I mean
1: it'll be entertaining
0: at least Oh gosh So what do you think is the biggest threat to our business?
1: The biggest threat I guess it comes back to being the team as well at the moment because we've got quite a small team if if somebody leaves or if if something happens then that will impact the team the the other team the rest of the team a lot Mm. more I think as we grow it kind of dilutes a little bit but I don't really see many other threats like we've we've got we've got the office we've got building a good brands we've got great great clients that we get on with that refer us on
0: yeah i mean i think in that regard we're really lucky aren't we actually we we work like on a subscription basis so we haven't we're never <clears throat> chasing sales we're never chasing that income we've got quite a steady cash flow we've got retainer work that then we're just building on every time we get a new client It's fairly risk-free when we take on a new member of staff because we at least know that their salary is covered and then it's waiting for them to to train and then then they turn into someone who's profit-making. It did surprise me how quickly when we moved office and we didn't have broadband, it felt like, I I mean, we functioned, but it became very fragmented very quickly
1: yeah i mean it it makes it really tough not having internet when your business is built around the internet
0: but even you know i know a lot of companies it'd be interesting to know how successfully they do it with this working remotely but it it didn't work for us at all
1: i I think if you're static you know exactly what you've got to do each day and it's and you're almost working in individual silos Then it can work Mm. But if, you, if you're if you wanting to collaborate with the team, if you want... As it, I don't think it builds teams. It can build individuals.
0: Mm. It can but sustain a business, but it can't grow it, maybe. No. Yeah. No.
1: It, and and we, we are moving far too quickly and yeah. changing things far too quickly to have people working from home that much.
0: Yeah. There's too much loss, isn't there? And even though... I mean, we've got multiple communication channels, haven't we? It still just wasn't... It wasn't quite the same, was it?
1: No, no. It, it was strange. Mm. But, again, we, we managed to function barely. Mm. It was just ticking... Again, it was ticking by. And yeah. if that's what we wanted to do, then we could do it, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, me and you decide we've never mm. wanted to just just get by
0: no it's no fun in that
1: it's it's always pushing it's always getting to that next stage pushing that next step yeah and and working remotely doesn't doesn't achieve that for us
0: no no it's just quite a i guess it's almost like a retro move really isn't it because really if we're a tech practice You know everything's there. You know all of our tools are in the cloud. Yeah, it should be really easy. But even with all of that, we're still choosing to be together, aren't we?
1: Yeah. And again, I I genuinely don't think, or or you could, I think you could do it without. If you didn't involve the team, if you were trying to push and grow without involving the team, but we're not. I'm not even
0: sure about that. I mean, I remember, you know, in COVID, its kind of the two of us. There's one person that came in partway through COVID. That was pretty miserable. Yeah. Uh, very quickly, we just separated, didn't we, really? We'd have an odd catch-up call where we'd say, oh, can you help me with this? Or what are you up to? But other than that, it was pretty miserable, wasn't it? We just kind of sat on our own, cracking through work.
1: Yeah. You you did your clients, I did my clients, and, and they did theirs. Like, it was almost just three separate silos. Yeah, there was no innovation. Working individually. So, yeah. And again, you know, if you wanted to stay static, if you wanted to stay like that, mm. then we could have done. We could mm. have just sat and coasted and got by, but that's not how we work. No.
0: I mean, okay, so so your big focus is tech i'm not going to talk about ai because i I'm, <laughs> I'm bored with that i know you could talk for hours but what's the new tech that you're looking at or you're thinking there's a a gap in the market or you'd like to see something that would really help to propel us forward
1: i i don't know that there's anything there's been a lot of fintech at the moment there's been a lot changing i think the biggest thing at the moment is actually going back to our tech and making sure that they are all lined up correctly, making sure that there's all automations between them, making sure that it's all talking seamlessly.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've gone through an interesting exercise where we had one of our um suppliers double their costs. Yeah. and it was at that point we thought actually you know is there a different way of doing this rather than i mean we'd have to we'd have to pass the cost on wouldn't we you know is there a different way that we could do that and actually it was really surprising that one of the softwares we'd looked at originally and had written off actually it's fine it, it is fit for purpose where there are attitude towards it and the bells and whistles that went with the other one you know we were a little bit blinded by I don't know but actually for core functionality it's fine
1: yeah and interestingly it was only at the point that when they doubled their fees Mm, that we we looked okay we're going to look elsewhere yeah and I think actually most of the softwares have caught up with each other now I think there's it's not a huge difference between the majority of them is it? they all keep bringing up updates and and they're all stepping on each other's toes now yeah so that's also quite difficult to work out which one you're going to use to do different things Mm. but yeah going back to it I think I think the biggest thing is actually just now improving the connections between them the automations the the seamlessness
2: Mm.
1: but I think I think when it, and again, going back to the tech, when it comes to putting tech in, one of my main focuses is always, what's the customer journey? What, what do they see? What do they do? How does that impact our customer? Kind mm-hmm. mean, of not, almost us second, but mm-hmm. our clients first. So if it makes our clients' life easier, then it's well worth doing. And I guess I need to revisit that journey, but... As far as I can see, it's almost quite seamless for them. There's not much yeah. that they they need to stress about it's
0: different There's definitely tweaks that we could do with, um about the flowing of information between us and clients, and there are some quite again I think it's in the software that we've got we just don't really utilize it yeah um properly um but yeah, I think our, our attitude has changed slightly, whereas at the start we were like, oh, brilliant, yeah, let's get that, let's plug that in. Oh, that can do that, brilliant, let's get that in. Now they, they cover such a, you know, they, there isn't one specific thing that they do. They do three or four things. We've probably got overlaps, haven't we, that and we need to go back and revisit.
1: And exactly that. When we were, five years ago, when we were doing it, we needed different tech for different things, and mm. and the tech as well wasn't as good as it is now. Mm. So it was like, yeah, grab, get that, plug that in, that does that. Mm. Whereas now, if we revisit exactly the same tech, some mm. of them have made each other redundant. Mm. I mean, it, we've got like a an app stack that we've we built mm. a few years ago. And a, a half half of them we mm. don't use anymore, or, no. or we've moved away from. Yeah. So I think we've kind of narrowed down to find what works well for us. Yeah. And again, it's going back to that and just making sure it is it is working well for us. Mm. Because they've changed so much in them. I
0: mean, even for us, you know, the fairly small team, that's quite a big job, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a long... Because if you think we've got maybe 15, 20 different apps that we use mm-hmm. on a weekly basis... So going through each one and all of the automations, all of the seamless things that they can do. It's, mm. And also, how does that impact each member in the team?
0: Yeah, and then it's finding, because it used to be, I mean, we've always worked very differently, and that was fine. But now we've got a bigger team. We need to find a consistent way of working.
1: Yeah, and we need to make sure there's no loopholes, there's no, there's no ways of breaking it or... Yeah, or that we
0: just all use the tech in the same way. So we keep the notes in the same place. We, we, do, we go through the same process for each of our services so that anyone, in theory, can pick up any job and it follow. they know where they are in the process.
1: Yeah, because, again, we've got, as you say, notes. I think we've got eight or nine different apps that can take notes. We almost have too much now too much option again mm. it, it almost comes back to when you had five channels there was always something to watch mm. you've now got sky you've now got netflix amazon prime whatever else and there's never anything to watch
0: yeah it's ironic you've isn't got, it
1: you've got thousands of channels you've got recordings you've got everything at your fingertips and yeah. you still sit there and go it's Nothing, it's to, nothing watch. to watch. Yeah. There's when, less than it there when there were five yeah, channels. When there were five channels, you always you just stuck chose yeah, a channel, that's yeah, what you're watching, yeah, and it worked Yeah. So I think we almost need to go back to Yeah. Having less option. Yeah. This is this is our our function. This is how it works and this mm-hmm. is what we're doing. Yeah. Because again, when you have too many options it's overwhelming and you can get lost, like mm. you you can't you can't be great at all options.
0: And I think we have to have an awareness of of the team and clients, don't we? You know, whereas we can mentally, you know, it's in our control, isn't it? So we can go, yeah, well, let's look at that. Let's just plug that in for a bit and see how it goes. The team struggle with that. Yeah. They want more clear direction. They, they want to know exactly what they're doing, especially while they're training. And, you know, and that's, you know although sometimes I think you know crikey just go with it I can kind of think actually no it's a bit unfair you know we're we're imposing all these changes all the time they don't really know
1: and I think my biggest problem is I expect the team to know what I know so I will kind of say right we're doing that try it see what you think and and almost leave them to it yeah
2: they might
1: not know everything that I know or the way that I've been shown or the no, and, that, I've had
0: and that. that and it's the personality difference as well, isn't it? Whereas you would rather not have very specific instructions and kind of go, this is kind of what we want to get to at the end, and you kind of feel your way through. They, they don't always respond well to that. Yeah. And go, if you give me just a really fluffy end goal, I'm not really sure what you're expecting me to do here. So we've had to change how we implement things haven't we which have slowed us down but it's meant that it's been more consistently adopted I think
1: yeah and again I think it's it's going back to what the team are doing they're they're doing a lot of the work they're doing everything that we we ask of them Mm. to a a good standard and they're they're doing well
0: yeah they are yeah Um, yeah
1: so so yeah it's a fine line between upsetting that and pushing too much random software that they don't need to know on them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's something that we have to manage, I think, more, don't we? Like, we can still tinker ourselves, but then almost wait until we know that's what we want to use before we adopt it.
1: Yeah.
0: And getting their feedback is interesting as well, actually, isn't it? You know, what we think is great. They might go, actually, you know that's taking me double the time it, for, the, for, for the sake of you know putting in another bit of tech
1: yeah and i think actually so going back to your question of, of tech that i'm looking at it's, it's no longer kind of the fintech the accounting tech or anything like that i like the idea of looking at other other areas of the business so i don't know meeting notes that's a prime one that mm. i know people have looked at recently like or, or different things that aren't necessarily the accountant side of it, mm. but what every business owner would use and what every business owner would need. But it's like the note taking, it's the, the sales process, it's the marketing, it's the, mm. the, other, the other parts that we can actually automate. Because I think accountants definitely get so focused on just the accounting tech and they yeah. still do everything else manually. Yeah. Whereas I, I wanna at the end of the day we're a business the same as ninety nine percent of other businesses. We still yeah. have all these different hats and these different yeah. functions. So let's focus on the other functions, not just the finance one.
2: Yeah.
1: And that's that's where I think I'm looking more into the tech and you know, again, Google, what are they doing? We use Google a lot here. How can we automate even more with Google? Yeah in the back end using the email using the chat function using all of that
0: yeah video calls
1: so yeah that's that's kind of my view at the moment again podcast looking Mm. at automating that and how that goes one day I'll be replaced by AI on a podcast that'll be brilliant (laughs) where you can be useful here
0: yeah we could get an AI AI David that'd be quite fun yeah
1: yeah Probably a bit more entertaining, a mm. bit more productive. A bit
0: more reliable.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I do something here, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> so if you could change one thing, what would it be?
1: My business partner. <laughs> All right. I well, know, um,
0: literally no one believes that, but sure.
1: If I could change one thing, what would it be? I don't know. That's a tough one. Like, I, I don't think... I don't think there's anything I'd change. I, I'm quite happy with everything. I think at the moment there's nothing. I'm enjoying during the journey. Mm. Like
0: I think that's part of the joy of being a, a business owner. Actually, that nothing is out of our control, or well, very few things are out of our control. Really, the majority of things we can change. Yeah. If it's not working.
1: If, if there was something I wanted to change, I would have. Tried mm. to change it,
0: and also with having the two of us, actually, if you wanted to do almost like a, a secondment or a you know a separate project, there's the ability to do that now, isn't there? Yeah,
1: yeah, and again with, with
0: the team working underneath, yeah. With,
1: with one of us in the team, we've, mm. we've proven that we can actually function and we can we can mm. keep going. So, yeah, that the possibilities are open. It's just I don't know.
0: I wonder if there'll be a tipping point though. So when we get to I don't know 10, 15 members of staff, I wonder if if our ability to innovate and our ability to be as flexible will still be there with with a bigger team to run.
1: I think at that point I'll be I'll be doing the Comment because fifteen people will hate me. So at that point I'll have to get out the way.
0: Yeah, it's a different animal though, isn't it? When you get to that size.
1: Yeah yeah it's, and I think it changes at kind of each each hurdle so probably five five in the team Mm. and then ten or again I don't know once we get there I'll I'll let you know but yeah and I guess but even as our team's growing we've noticed we've got more corporate Mm. probably not nowhere near the corporate level but We've had to have certain procedures. We've had to,
0: we've had to be had to more have systemised, haven't we? Yeah. yeah, we've had to.
1: Because otherwise, how does the team know what to do and how to do it? And, yeah. and how do you how do you support them? How do you help them track? Because they don't know. Again, they, they they're coming in at this point, not.
0: I'm still really being keen to keep that ethos, though. Like, I'm happy to provide a framework, but but that all of that micromanagement is of no interest to me at all.
1: Absolutely, but you've even we've got systems that it's technically micromanaging as well
0: yeah, yeah well so, we've got the ability to monitor if we choose to
1: yeah not 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 that we are micromanaging, but we've got we've got the software there that's telling them what tasks to do, when to do it, how to do it mm. so actually we can log in and see and we can micromanage, not saying that we no. are, but no actually we've just like I imagine most businesses. They, whether or not they're directly micromanaging in in, in your staff's face, but mm. I, I'd say we're almost doing it anyway.
0: Yeah, I'd say that's been our biggest change actually this year that where we've introduced the the task management software. That's that's made a real difference, hasn't it? And mm-hmm. I feel like it's enabling us to to grow a lot quicker now.
1: It's been. Yeah, the biggest change I think, and Mm -hmm. it's changed a lot. However, you do still like a spreadsheet, and you do still you do still have duplicates. Yeah. So you have a task manager, but a spreadsheet also to tick off. Yeah, yeah. And I think that will be the next big step is to try and move away from having double, triple, quadruple checks on Mm. everything that we're doing.
0: But to be fair, we have needed them, haven't we?
1: Yeah. So there's something
0: broken, isn't there, in there that we need to look at.
1: Yeah. Again, it's going back to the the software. Why isn't it working? What isn't working? How do we fix it? Mm -hmm. Can we fix it? Or is it just something that's going to have to stay like that forever? I don't Mm. know. I'm sure we'll get there.
0: So circling right the way back to the start when we talked about your biggest change was not having a Leah, but I guess the being used to being a dad I guess isn't it and yeah so how how is that balance now do you think between home and and work because the you know the typical thing with business owner is that you're never off duty are you so you're you're constantly so how do you try to mitigate that
1: I'd say it probably sounds quite bad but I'd I'd say I'm doing quite well at the moment Mm. so I'm at work I finish it four half four and then I go home I have uh, between five and seven when she goes to bed I'm with her mm. I switch off I don't do any any work or anything like that and I think we as a business we're very good at you know once we finish work, we've finished work that mm. work can wait mm-hmm. so yeah I tend to go home four, five till seven she goes to bed I do need to log on, I will, but I'd say in the last few months I haven't mm. i i I've stayed well away from almost kind of having work during the day and then when I get home and I think that also comes into I don't work from home anymore mm. so i I work from the office, mm. I come in five days a week, I'm always here.
0: There's something about that though, isn't there? that journey to work yeah, you switch your mindset then you're here, you do the day, and then again, you've got that switch on the journey home. You've got quite a long commute, haven't you? Yeah,
1: all of nine minutes, Um, which which has gone up now. I know, which you're moaning about as well. You know, it used to be seven, (laughs) we moved office, it's now nine.
0: Not that you're counting. No. But There's something about, isn't there, whatever period of time it is, just having that then time to switch and then go into home mode. But... I think I think you're right. I think, you know, if we counted up the the hours that we did when we were working from home, you know, they were probably almost double, you know, what we do in the office.
1: Yeah, and I guess I was, dare I say it, lucky at the time. I didn't have kids. So yeah. I could work till six, seven o'clock at night without a problem back yeah. then. I yeah. didn't, didn't faze me. Nice. Whereas if I was doing that now, I think I'd really struggle. Mm. And it'd be a very different kind of game but mm. as I say now it's I come to work I do my work I'll stay if I need to stay a bit longer mm. and then I'll go home and I'll be at home and I try and make sure I, I really try and make sure I put my phone down for the two hours not all the time yeah you know, we're, we're all human but I, I try and be present yeah okay. in them two hours yeah
0: and that was a conscious decision that you made at some point I'm guessing
1: yeah 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 I couldn't tell you when but
0: because because why what made you make that conscious decision
1: I guess she's she's getting older she's a lot more fun so I think I I really struggled up until sort of nine months because it sounds bad, but I'm going to refer to her as a potato. She, she basically just sat there, didn't go- do she's much. She's going to
0: really appreciate that yeah. when, when she's yeah. older, yeah.
1: But there was no there was no response. It was just a, a baby that you'd sit and cuddle. Yeah. Um, whereas now she's starting to crawl, now she's starting to walk. Like yeah. She's fun. Yeah. So we just sit and... I had a tea party last night. Lovely. Uh, yeah.
0: With, with she, actual tea?
1: No, no. She pours. She's got a little kettle. She pours yeah. it. It makes the noise. It, and okay. then she decides to put the teacups on her feet.
0: Okay, nice. You know, Who doesn't?
1: Boiling water, brilliant. Yeah. But no, that's that's basically my evening last night. So now I've lost track. I'm too busy thinking about my tea <laughs> party. I had I had a strawberry cake. It was great. It tasted a bit plastic, but you know. I hope you um, finished it. Not quite, not quite. <laughs> I've left a little bit, but yeah, it's been... So, you, yeah, since, since she's been fun and she's wanted more attention, she's wanted to play, that I think was almost a conscious thing of because she's wanted to play and I've been on my phone and so, then I've realised... So
0: how do you balance that, though, going forward? So I'd say both of us have had a bit of a coast year, haven't we?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, we have taken off it off. I'm not, I don't know, you might be different to me, but I I, I wouldn't be happy with that going forward for myself. Like, I am can already feel I'm getting a little bit twitchy. Brilliant. So how do you, and I'm guessing you're a little bit the same, maybe not quite as, as twitchy, but how do you balance that, though, to have that drive? Or are you really going to try and be very regimented and say i'm only gonna do that drive because before you know when we were starting up the business i mean we've said it before haven't we like we'd be messaging 11 at night midnight yeah in the morning like i've had this idea i want to do this that initial excitement i'd like to get an element of that back but how can you contain that as a business owner within a normal working day or am I just thinking wrong? Well, you know, actually it is possible.
1: I mean, I'd say it, it's possible. It, it would take a lot for somebody to do. But again, I, I go home and I can't help it. Like, I'll message you at six, seven o'clock where I see something, I'll do something, I'll, I'll think about something. So I don't think you ever... It, it Essentially, it's, it's your baby, your business. Like, mm. you don't ever switch off from it. I think that's just a way of life, that that is what it is. Okay. I can...
0: So are you saying that you would still have those ideas, but you really, you really protect that, that two hours when you get home? Yeah.
1: Essentially that two hour slot I will try and protect.
0: But then what happens to your relationship with your partner? So what you're saying is you're you're protecting that time with your child, yeah. But then when your child goes to bed, yeah, then surely that's like the the next stage of your evening with your with your partner, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I go upstairs and I go on the PlayStation. <laughs> so yeah, it works really oh, well. She sure. doesn't hate me because I'm not there to do anything wrong. No, it's and and yeah, I think the biggest thing for that is we've really tried, and actually I'd say we've we've failed in the last month or two, mm-hmm. but we've really tried to. Have a date night every every month. So at least one night we'll go to a restaurant. We'll we'll take a lear to my dad's and we'll go out or we'll do something together. Um,
0: is that enough though? Do you think?
1: Is it enough? Probably not forever, but it's definitely at the moment. It's it, it just keeps things tick again. Keeps things ticking over. It keeps yeah, kind okay. of. You know, we are still actually talking which is great
0: okay i mean not every day um, but sure
1: but yeah and then and then equally my big thing is holidays i've i've always used to go on as many holidays as i could and i think we're slowly getting back to that and trying to go away more even if that's just a weekend
0: that's something actually that's been new for you this year. So in the past twelve months, you've done a couple of things, haven't you? That you've always wanted to do.
1: Yeah.
0: And and now you've just thought, actually, do you know, what? I'm just going to do stuff.
1: Yeah. Life's far too short to to miss out on anything. I think. Mm. You never know. It sounds quite morbid now. You never know when when's your time.
2: Mm.
1: And I don't want to. I've always wanted to go snowboarding. The yeah. opportunity came up, I took it. I went. It was incredible. Mm. I really want to go again. I don't know if I'll be allowed to go, but that's another story. Mm. Um, I, I went sailing. I've done a few random, random activities that I've. I, I like doing random sports or, or activities like that. So, yeah, I have tried, tried to say yes to almost every opportunity like that. Mm. and it's great it's it, enjoy the journey do do everything you can do mm. when the opportunities come up and then and then hopefully you won't ever regret it. Mm. um because yeah we're, we're a long time working we're a long time here mm. we might as well enjoy it and and I think I have done, I've really started to, to, even when, I don't know, it's been a bit tough, or it's been expensive, or I couldn't really afford to do it, actually. My, my attitude on that has almost changed as well, because it's, it's not, oh, I can't afford to do it, it's, I can't afford it at the moment, but actually if I, if I'm careful, it, I yeah. can do it, yeah. and plan for it, mm. and then as I say snowboarding is not a cheap sport to do but it was it was great like, I can't even end, yeah. end, end that and I think trip.
0: you got a lot from it that wasn't just snowboarding was it?
1: No I went with some incredible people I learned some incredible things mm. like one being actually one of the guys taught me how to snowboard which was mm. a huge huge thing and I managed to go down properly rather than Sadly, mm. although they'd probably say otherwise. So yeah, it, it was just about everything's about learning. Just learn as much as you can along the way.
0: And experiences, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. And and that and that's it. I've always wanted to do it, as many experiences as possible. Mm. Again, enjoying my journey.
0: Yeah. So, what do you think is holding you back at the moment?
1: I don't know financially like personally or in the business yeah, just or. generally all the people around me no I, d- I don't think anything's holding me back as I say like I've been quite adventurous the last year I've, I've gone and done everything I've wanted to do I'd say the it, it probably sounds bad the, the main thing holds me back is my daughter hmm like if if I wanted to do something but, but I think I don't want to do any of that anymore. I want to spend time with her mm. every time I, every bit of time I have spare. I want to be with her. Mm-hmm. So you could say that she's holding me back from, I don't know, going travelling or, or doing some incredible things. But actually, personally, that's what I want to do. I want to be with her. So,
0: so in a in a work environment, though, is there anything that's holding you back?
1: I don't think so. Like it's quite, it's quite open here. Like we've always been quite supportive of each other. If either of us ever wanted to do anything, mm. then it's very much like, okay, well, let's try it. Let's see.
0: I would have said in the past, probably your confidence. Although you come across as being quite confident, I think you would have thought, you oh, I'm not sure I can do that, or I'm not sure I can talk to those people and be in a room with them. I think that has shifted quite a bit, actually.
1: Yeah, definitely. If you go back two years, I'd walk into a room and I'd be almost petrified of everyone, thinking that they are... They're they're all top business... Networking events, they're all Mm -hmm. top business owners, they're all smashing it, they all have everything. They Mm. know what they're doing, they know how they're doing it. They're they're so switched on. Mm. And I think I used to walk into every room thinking... I'm probably the youngest, the, the the only one that's struggling, the only one that doesn't have it all mm. pulled together. Mm. It comes back to like imposter syndrome, or or however you want to put it. But I always felt I was I was the worst in the room. I was the thickest person in the room. I was mm. I wasn't able to to step up to the rest of them. Whereas the more I've learned, and the more I've kind of spoke to people, actually nobody has it fully together mm. nobody is smashing it's quite anything. often a
0: disparity isn't it you speak to someone and they say that i'm absolutely nailing it in my business my account my accounts are, 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 are the easiest set you've ever seen the finances are as straightforward that you'll never see anything more straightforward than this yeah. and then you you have that first meeting. You look at their system, and it it's a completely different story.
1: Well, you drill down on most people's numbers. I don't even know them. Mm. Obviously, our clients are different. They know them <laughs> every week, every Inside day. Inside out, yeah. But but you you start looking at you start uncovering it again. Open the bonnet on anyone's business, and mm. you start to see. Actually, there's no engine. There's mm. no there's no anything. It's mm. it's a mess and. I think as I've learnt that, and I've I've got more confident in myself. Like actually, I believe our business is pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're not in in our bedroom a, a little startup that's that's ticking by. Mm. You know, we've got an established business. We've got a, an office. We've got
2: mm.
1: we've got a lot going on. We've got a team. Like, yeah.
0: So I think your confidence going into those situations is actually we've got something working we haven't got we haven't got to prove it to anyone
1: yeah and i think that's it it's, it, it's not having to prove to everyone now not mm. having to fight and so yeah i, I definitely got a lot more confident mm. I, i'd say i still i still mask it i definitely am not 100 percent there mm. i still go networking i still get nervous i still Awkwardly look at people before deciding if I can actually talk to anyone or not. But I think it's changed. Uh, it, it's no longer we desperately need to grow. We desperately need clients. Yeah. I desperately need to talk to as many people as I can. Yeah, yeah. It's now just enjoy it. Go and chat to them. See how they're getting on. Give them a bit of advice. Yeah. Give it, them a bit of my opinion and walk away. Yeah. So.
0: It's it's entirely different. the The focus there isn't that. You know when you come back from a networking event you, you haven't got to justify why why you went it isn't about that anymore is it no it's just about having a few conversations building a bit of awareness
1: because again when we started you know you're paying 10 pounds or whatever it is to go networking yeah that was a lot of money that yeah was, okay i need to find a client you know otherwise, yeah. it's not worth going yeah and again i've learned a lot since then that actually come 12 months down the line that's when you'll start to get relationships that's when you'll start to
0: yeah it's a slow burn isn't it and I think you know that's partly because we focus so much on the relationships they don't happen overnight no you know you have to you have to have met them a few times then you you know a mutual person and they mention you it's all about you know them building a picture of you isn't there and trusting you and
1: and at the end of the day, they've got their own suppliers. They've got their own accountant. Yeah. yeah. So they they trust that person. Yeah. So for me to walk in and be like, "Oh, come and join our business. Yeah. Pay me a load of money. Yeah. Uh, absolutely not. Like, yeah. Who are you? What, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: What? And so yeah, it, it's all about building that trust and that long term relationship.
2: Yeah.
1: So yeah, I I'd say actually. Going back to your original question, yes it was confidence. it mm. is confidence that holds me back. Mm. But I think I'm less I care about myself less, if I make like care about my how people view me or you know Yeah, their else. perception,
0: yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: happy with who I am, I'm happy with what I do, I'm happy with yeah where we are.
0: And then as a result so, of that People, people feel that energy, don't they?
1: Yeah, it's 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 a it's a strange cycle. Yeah, but it it definitely works. Yeah. So yeah, I've really had to try and build my confidence. Mm. I feel like it's working, but again, it's definitely a mask. A lot, not a lot of the time. Some no. of the time. No. But I, I'm almost kind of morphing into that mask now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like that. That's a normal now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, less effort than it was.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have to psych myself up to do it. I no. just, just kind of go right. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um.
0: Mm. Okay, are we going to do these conversation cards? Yeah. It didn't work very well last time. Like you, you decided you didn't want to do about four or five of them. Yeah, before there was a lot of cards. You decided to do one. Um,
2: okay.
1: you picking one on me. Um,
2: okay.
0: That's difficult to read, actually. Terry Crews, who's that?
1: He's from the Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, I don't know. The, police, the policeman. Oh,
0: okay, all right. Tell a specific story of someone in your life who helped you into the person you are today and what did they do? Oh, wow. That's a good question. We should probably both answer this actually rather than do a, a different one.
1: Okay. We go first or you go first?
0: I, uh, yeah, no, I've got something in mind actually. So I would say a little bit linking back to, to what you were just saying about confidence. I've always been shy, but actually within a close circle, so a close circle of friends, I can be the most. Not the most outgoing, but I can I could be fairly confident within a small group. But you put me in a bigger group, and I disappear really. And I my godmother I didn't see her very often at all. But I used to write. She was always really interested in anything I was doing. You know, really interested. And every I don't know a few months, I would write her a really long letter that I'm sure she kind of groaned every time she arrived but it, you know she she would read it all and and always reply and always comment on the things and you know was really interested and I remember around my 16th birthday actually I went over to her house and stayed with her and her daughters took me out which was really fun that's a different story but she she I remember her saying to me and it's really stuck with me Catherine you can be whoever you want to be and I believe I mean this isn't going to happen but I believe you will be a Prime Minister one day and, I, and it was the first time that someone had really said I, I think you can do something quite extraordinary I, I don't see you as that sort of shy person in the corner I can see something in you that that is going you're you're going to do something quite good right. yeah and that really stuck with me I think if someone if someone can show that amount of belief in you and see something in you I think you know there's a real power in that you know whether it's a teacher at school or there's just these pivotal people sometimes isn't there and at, and at the time I thought oh crikey you know maybe I can I mean, obviously, I'm not going to be a prime minister, but you know, maybe I can do something. And then, may I think that's probably just been a a subconscious thing behind me all the time, going, you know, someone can see it, someone, someone believes I can do it, so maybe I can. If I think I can do it, and someone else can see it, then maybe I can. But yeah, that was a that was someone who helped me become the person I am. I think.
1: I mean, there's loads I could I could name families. I could name you. Like, there's a lot that's changed, Mm -hmm. but it. I think the big one for me was probably my first job, my first boss. Mm -hmm. I I think I applied for about 500 jobs, and they all said you've not got enough experience. You need Mm -hmm. you need more experience. It's an entry level job, and how am I supposed to get experience if none of you are going to give me any? Um, And I remember getting really frustrated with it and she she basically gave me a job it was it was an entry-level minimum wage go in help support her in finance now I don't know if I was that needed I'd finish everything I could could do and I'd get it done pretty quickly and and then there'd be a lot of sitting around and a lot of have you got anything else have you got anything else they had a purchase ledger they had a credit control lady, and then they had the finance manager mm. so it was almost i was I was basically just helping to do, do kind of reports she then she then almost loaned me out to other departments mm. and I managed to spend two or three months in each department supporting each department, learning processes learning the role, learning what was going on and that was huge for me like I've learned every part of the business mm. under the protection of her almost. She was scary at the time and, and you know, it it essentially she was my boss, but it was hugely pivotal on on how I am now. Like I when I go into businesses I know the goods in, I know right through to the sales, the marketing, the finance. Mm. So I've I've had experience in all of that. And I remember I, I even did the picking and packing in the warehouse for a time. Mm. And I said to her, "Look, you, you're you're recruiting at the moment. It's double what I'm being paid. I want to I want to go for the job." Mm. And she wouldn't let me. And I hated her. I mm. genuinely went home like, "She's stopping me earning money. She's ruining my life. Why won't she just let me do it?" Mm. And she, she told me, "If you go into that, that that's, that's where you my, end up. Yeah, you'll be stuck out. there." And you're not that's not you so yeah she pulled me out of there and then again I got on really well with the buyer at this company and the buyer got on well with her and I think she long story short she basically told him from it was time for me to go and just kind of you know there was nothing left for me at this company mm. and he said look you know you should probably start looking that's that's us help sort of mm. thing and they helped me go off and, and get another job, and that was great. Again, got double my wage, which was went from sort of eleven grand a year mm. to almost twenty, which was mm. incredible. But she she gave me so many opportunities, so much.
0: Why do you think she did that?
1: Uh, I don't know. I guess, I guess she she must have saw something, or she must have seen that I could could do it. Mm and and maybe it benefited the businesses as well mm. so I guess it worked from both departments I think the, the, the first point that I moved was because the customer service manager went off long-term sick
2: mm.
1: so then I sat in and helped with customer service and then and then kind of then somebody else was off and and it started like that and then eventually it was just helping each department mm. and Yeah, I think that was hugely pivotal. And that's why I focus on all areas of the business now rather than just finance. Mm. Finance is just one small aspect of it.
0: Yeah, and it can't work independently to the other parts. It's got to form part of it, hasn't it?
1: Finance is great, but 90% of the time it's looking at the past. Mm. And actually... You need to be looking at the future, you need to be looking at where it's going. Mm.
0: To be able to make amendments, actually, in finance, to prepare for it.
1: Yeah. Because that's
0: an enabler, isn't it, the finance?
1: And without all the other, you know, without sales, your business doesn't, you don't have a business. Yeah. Without the marketing, you can't make the sales. Yeah. Without the products, you mm. can't, again, everything is pivotal. Yeah. So it all needs to work seamlessly and it all needs to, to integrate with each other
2: mm.
1: and and that's what I learned, that actually, each department working individually, mm. and yeah, they did their little bit, but there were so many st- little things that each department could change that made a drastic difference, mm. and I'd, I'd implement a few of them at a the time. Mm. So yeah, it was it was a lady called Janice Fawn who, mm. yeah, like, she was incredible, mm. even though at the time I wouldn't have appreciated it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: good okay I think that's a good place to start so we'll catch up in 12 months
1: every 12 months every 12 months
0: (laughs) what an exciting (laughs) podcast to look forward to yeah I'm sure people will be interested (laughs) in that they've already got it in their diary if you've enjoyed listening to our podcast please like and follow and make sure to tag us on social media